Mindfulness at IBM podcast. Another week has gone by. Last week was a little bit of a break for me. Podcasts or individuals who host podcasts also go on holiday, right? But I got to spend the week with the University of Oxford and their Mindfulness Center doing a virtual online retreat. So lots of mindfulness, I feel like we should all slow down a bit more, focus more on one thing at a time and, and be more compassionate. But nonetheless, Lele was still here holding the reins and he got to speak with Shalini. Shalini who has been very instrumental in the growth of the mindfulness at IBM community and has played an, a very active role in my personal and professional life as well. They both had a, a lovely conversation and practice together. The last thing I quickly want to share with you all before I hand it over to Lele for some news is about Kindrel. If you aren't aware, mine, uh, IBM is has created a, a sister cousin company called Kindrel, and many employees are going over to that company between 80 and a 100,000. So we're also creating a mindfulness community there. And we've recently created a channel on the Kindrel workspace. So the link for that will be below. And uh, be aware and know that you're, you're not alone when it comes to mindfulness and Kindrel. We'll have this community. We'll be practicing together and just ensuring we can be more present and curious and kind as we transition into something new. Lele, any news from you? Thanks for being my friend. Okay, Pat, super. Thanks for sharing. Hopefully you will tell us more about your uh, your mindful digital experience. I would really like to know more, right? And how it works, right? And uh, uh, what are the benefits you recommend everyone to do? For the moment, uh, some news actually from... Uh, from my side, so the first is that this week, actually this Wednesday, we are going to have uh, our Mindfulness uh, Connect. Uh, so there is the event where everybody can chat and, uh, you know, meet. So uh, the link below to, to enroll. So it's just, you know, a summer chat <laughs> to have and a little practice. Uh, another news, we want still to launch the newsletter. The newsletter is something that we loved uh, in the past, there was the opportunity to connect all the community and what is happening around, right? Uh, so since nobody here is a journalist and we need a bit to cooperate, um, I sent uh, below, actually added all the information, just get in touch with Deba Mitra, she's just collecting uh, news and articles and we're planning to launch the newsletter sometimes uh, in... Uh, uh, perhaps in uh, August or in September, like with all the news, uh, what is happening in the practice group. So please uh, have a look and uh, cooperate, share your news and what is happening, right? Um, last news is about the summit, summit 2021. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna start. Uh, it's gonna start the process now to to work on the summit and to understand you know what is gonna be our guest and the days and how many days and the practice and anything around. Like we are designing a big event for our community. 
Um, so if you want to take part in it, right, you want to help uh, decide some of the events or even, you know, do some of the events or be part of it, right, as moderator, as practice leader, anything else, please reach out to me uh, and we are going to get in touch and start, uh, start the process um, together. Uh, said that, let's get to our guest. Welcome, Shalini, and thank you for being in the Mindfulness at IBM podcast. Thank you, Lily. It's my pleasure. So a little introduction about you, right? So, um, and we did several uh, times the opportunity to, to introduce you and who is part of the Mindfulness at IBM community for sure, um, somehow got in touch with, uh, with you either during the summit or during uh, any, any course or the practices and so on, right? But um, maybe, you know, anything, is there anything that uh, people should know about you, right? As a, as a start, right? Who you are, and uh, what you do and why you are part of the Mindfulness at IBM community? That's a very nice, profound question. Um, had you asked me this question maybe a couple of years ago, I would think of myself as a person who you know, has a certain name, I live in a certain place, I'm in a, different, in a certain country, I have mm -hmm. a certain job. Today, when you ask me that question, who am I? I just almost want to go into meditation. Um, <laughs> what I mean is, um, who am I is a wonderful um, state of, um, of being. I am uh, on a journey of uh, discovering myself. So yes, I am a person who's been working with IBM for uh, uh, now 13 years. I have uh, been a learning uh, professional for 25 odd years. Um, I have uh, been, I've changed different uh, kinds of, um, you know, roles within the learning space. So I have sort of uh, grown within that space and somewhere along my life journey, I uh, encountered uh, you in, in 2018 and uh, lately that was a time when I was, I had just changed my role within IBM and I was trying to um, make a difference in my team. I joined this team where there was uh, very little stuff that was organized and I wanted to help the team become more efficient. So I uh, went ahead and I, um, you know, uh, started to do sessions on, um, on, on how, to, um, how to make, uh, how to have newer ways of working, how to um, have lesser information overload and, 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 uh, just essentially be able to get people to work smarter. And that's when I discovered the mindfulness space in IBM and found you and other buddies in, in the, the mindful space. So who am I is I'm still discovering myself. Nice. So, uh, and, but that, that's interesting that, uh, you know, it's a, it's a deep question who we are, right? And, uh, and that, but who, Maybe perhaps who you are um, or what is Shalini now, right? Then uh, with, uh, uh, with the mindfulness practice, right? And what maybe was Shalini before discovering it, right? That's, you know, usually we get into, you know, what, why, why is this mindfulness to, the, to, to you, right? But I think let's, let's talk about the, only the, the change, right? What, what change mindfulness brought into your experience? Uh, maybe, you know, as a person, right? Human being and so, but also as, as somebody, you know, working for, for IBM and, and working with other people and collaborating. 
Um, I uh, I really like that question because uh, I do feel that I had a certain life and um, I'm enjoying the second innings of life. Um, nothing life-threatening happened, but there mm -hmm. has been significant adversity that I've faced um, in my life. First, there was in the form of um, a very difficult relationship that I finally was able to extract myself out of, and uh, then my health. And um, throughout this period, nobody at work really knew about uh, much about me, my personal life. My life was very close. Um, I was very closed. It was when I got uh, unwell. So it was like, you know, you are being tested. And, and when, when I had one challenge end, I almost thought one challenge came to a conclusion. And, and the second challenge faced me, which was unexpected in the form of the, the uh, health condition. And, and that's when I thought uh, that, you know, why is, why is this happening now? Wasn't I supposed to start taking it easy? But you know what? We have to sometimes be grateful for the problems we have because that was my initiation into the journey of mindfulness. Um, when I was uh, forced to be um, just sort of uh, taking care of myself and heal myself and, and get better so I can start to live life normally, like anybody, mm -hmm. have a job, go out, do things, which I could not do, is when I was forced to connect with myself. Mm -hmm. So to answer your question, I had a certain persona, a certain life, a certain um, a way of uh, having social interactions, which was there before. And when I was forced to go within, I also expanded my life outside. I became far more open to the universe. I became mm -hmm. far more open to um, receiving uh, opportunities, uh, healthy people, healthy relationships, healthy job opportunities, and, uh, and, and just be far more attuned with myself. Uh, do I still struggle on several days? Yes, I do. But uh, in, in my new life, I, I can actually look at my before life and say, oh, you know what, I've come a long way. So what meditation and mindfulness have done for me is, <laughs> is that I have been able to uh, understand myself better. I have been able to accept myself. Mm -hmm. That's a big one for me. Uh, from beating myself up and being sort of put down, I have come to a place where I actually not only accept myself, but I have finally been able to love myself. And the more I have been able to accept myself and love myself, I realize that I can, I can be far more empathetic towards others mm -hmm. and I can relate with people better Nice. and people receive me better. And I'm not looking for approval. I'm not looking, looking for external approval because mm -hmm. I fundamentally believe in myself. So yes, that is nice. the answer. But that actually, the acceptance, I think, like, is probably the hardest thing. I think that's my, my, uh, my, my opinion, right? The, the hardest thing to achieve because, you know, if you're already someone, right, that individual that is not kind of accepting um, yourself as such, right? Maybe, you know, you don't like uh, how you look or you don't like uh, the problems you have, right? The issues or health issues or whatever thing there are, or maybe the, the people you have around or the 
country you are born. I don't know, whatever. There, there can be always something that we are unhappy about, right, in that moment. And to turn the, the whole experience into, okay, I accept it, actually, uh, that thing I, I was thinking I'm not happy about, now I, it became uh, a great experience. It became something to, uh, to be grateful for, right? Uh, and to do this is very hard uh, change like you know if I tell you this is what mindfulness tells gives you uh, maybe the first reaction is come on I, I'm never gonna believe it right so what, what would you so how how do you reach to this um, moment or this to this kind of level of acceptance um, or, or at least what was for you um, yeah this this it was it's never easy you're right, really. It's never easy, uh, but it's worth it. It's worth it. The journey is worth it. Uh, would I trade my life for anything lesser, even the problems I've had? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think I'm very happy about being where I am today. And it's only because of everything, including the problems. How did I get here? Um, i just take an example from just this morning. I have had back-to-back meetings all day, sessions all day. Uh, it's been um, a day when I've um, I've not had much time to uh, be able to take any kind of break. And uh, I realized that when it was time for me to break for lunch, I was, I was, I get cranky when I'm hungry. <laughs> you know, my blood sugar drops and I get cranky. I know that. So, so I had half an hour to quickly fix something, uh, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and be able to eat it and get back to a session. And, um, and it was, um, there was, there was work to be done within that. And, and I realized I was irritated. I was angry. And then something happened. I got into the witness mode. So from, from doing things angrily and, and feeling that, oh, I am irritated. I would rather that food be served for me right now when I'm so busy. I actually stepped back. Mm-hmm. And that happened because I had a mindful moment. I had a mindful moment where I watched myself getting angry. And then I questioned myself, why am I getting angry? And I realized, oh, you're just irritated because your blood sugar is low because you haven't eaten. And when you eat, you're going to be okay. And I just witnessed myself and I made a distinction to say, I am not angry. I'm experiencing anger. Mm -hmm. I'm experiencing irritation. And that's a temporary thing and it shall pass. And it did pass. Hmm. But this little moment of realization that happened, happened because I had a mindful stepping back and watching myself. So just being a witness. And, and I love this when I, every time this happens because I realize all I have to do is watch. All I have to ever do is witness. We just get engaged and we get carried away, right? So I get mm-hmm. carried away in whatever trigger I'm faced with. I get I get into an, there's an emotional trigger. I have an emotional reaction mm-hmm. and then I'm feeling those, those emotions. But if I just step back and say, okay, I know I was given a trigger. It's okay. With self-compassion, I tell myself, it's okay. You, you know, it's all right that you felt that way. Instead of saying you shouldn't have felt like this. You shouldn't have felt angry. You should be far more uh, calm. <laughs> Instead of that, just accepting that, yes, I did have a trigger. And yes, I'm already here. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be okay about it, right? Um, 
that's how mindfulness works for me as simple as that i didn't have to sit down for 5 minutes and close my eyes and and deep breathe i just had to take a moment while i was warming up food to say ah i'm experiencing irritation oh yes you feel it's coming right yes you and so that i could was... recover faster i could recover faster for that reason it didn't stay with me for long because i just recognized it and let it pass rather than it consume me if that makes or you can enjoy it you know another interesting point you can say is like you notice you are totally uh you know disappointed or you know you know angry or just like us oh, like towards somebody might be or towards a thing right or towards the system or the unlucky circumstance Mm-hmm. and and you can enjoy this like wow i'm really angry now right yeah. um the necessarily need to uh, take action right it just uh enjoy and say okay let me I, let me eat angrily now that's that's something right um i i think i think that making that distinction between i am angry and i am experiencing anger yes and that be any emotion um it really helps detach from mm-hmm. that emotion and step back uh and not not get consumed uh which i i i very well can get consumed you know i know i have a tendency to get carried away with emotions so this was a nice way to check myself and be able to um you know uh, not not stay in that mode for too long i was able to let go faster yeah so first is detaching second is seeing from far as you are looking at the tv right you just look at the movie of yourself being what you are in that moment and third is coming back into yourself and let go that particular uh thing that is happening that particular emotion and sensation and if you manage to do all of this you would just perhaps smile after that or just uh start immediately feel better nice. very well summarized lele that's right it's almost funny then then you can watch and say i'm being so silly yeah. <laughs> you know i mean i don't have to get take myself so seriously i don't have to take the situation so seriously it can it can lighten up a lot of situations which unnecessarily become heavy yeah I think it can happen also if you if you have like a smartphone, right? You take and go to the photo app, and you mm-hmm. just scroll down and or scroll up, whatever, and look at the past pictures uh, of moments or days, right? And try to remember what was your uh, emotional state in those moments. There might be a moment when you see, you know, uh, that how I was, you know, particularly happy or particularly sad or just totally distracted. Now you uh reevaluate some moments i have to say what if i were maybe a little bit more than or i had a different point maybe i could have enjoyed it more like look it's been maybe you know years i'm not hugging someone now because i've been locked at home why if before i should have hugged more right and so on right so those are uh also practices like uh, to you know to to come back inside ourselves right also from our visualization um and might help as well to then uh act when we are in the present right that we are still able to do things right and not anymore only to remember to just act differently or experience differently 
Nice. And uh, what what else is your um, can can be told about your mindful journey? I think um, I'm uh, like I mentioned I'm I'm on that path right now, and I'm in a very very interesting phase right now because uh, I have very recently I used to always think of uh, breath. Uh, as a very powerful anchor mm-hmm. uh, because that has uh, actually helped in my healing a lot at a time when physically I could not do much. Yeah. Um, so, so pranayam, which is called, which is another name for deep breathing is something which I was introduced to and meditation was something I was introduced to as my practices to be able to heal. And today I'm actually, I've started to challenge myself to start a yoga practice which uh, is to my mind a far more, um, it's a mindful movement for me. We speak about mindful movement all the time. Mm-hmm. So, so when, I, when I speak about uh, this, this practice, it is about me being able to give up on a lot of fears, which mm-hmm. are very deep-seated, deep, deep, uh, deep-rooted within me. So, so that interesting journey is that when I, I'm on the mat and I'm trying to have a mindful movement, I can just have the slightest, easiest movement and, and, and be able to experience uh, being in the present moment mm-hmm. and being non-judgmental about myself and the others. Um, but when I go into taking the mindful movement itself a step far, it's like taking your meditation or you know, a, a step further, taking any physical movement a step further and then saying, what is it that is restricting me and being able to overcome that, right? So it's about, you know, mindfulness is giving me that strength to mm-hmm. acknowledge. And, and that is why I'm, take, I'm, I'm looking at it as a lot more self-discovery because I'm discovering things about myself, which I would probably not be able to do if I wasn't challenging myself. So, mm-hmm. so mindfulness has given me that comfort that I'm already, I've got a platform. I've got a platform where I'm already safe. Mm-hmm. I'm already in a secure place. I'm already complete and uh, able to enjoy my life fully, you know, at any point in time, if I choose to start to go back and just be in, you know, center myself and, and, and mm-hmm. start afresh. And so with that foundation that I've been given, I'm able to challenge myself more. And that applies to any aspect of my life. Nice. I challenge myself with my job. I could challenge myself with my physical movement or with, any interaction socially. So, so, so I think what this is helping me do is uh, really, really understand uh, my triggers, my environment and my reactions to those better because I'm watching them far more closely. I think, you know, you are, you are talking a lot about um, uh, exercise and technique and that could be actually something, uh, or I'm not sure if you would like to, but to, to share a bit of practice to to our listeners, right? Anything about breathing would be actually interesting. I don't think that we ever. That's really nice. I, 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 yeah, I absolutely would love to do that. Um, my uh, mindful movement is these days my uh, predominant practice, and so um, it, it's a conscious formal practice that I'm trying to do these days. And so uh, the sitting down practice, the informal practices are happening. But mm-hmm. my mindful movement is my predominant uh, 
form of of uh, sort of really tuning in and and uh, challenging myself better. So okay. uh, so the the practice I would love to share is that of um, combining breath and movement, right? And um, any movement can be combined with breath, but uh, there is there is this uh, beautiful simple movement of being able to do uh, sectional breathing, which which is also got a few other names, but sections is when you divide your your breathing into three sections, right? Mm -hmm. So you breathe from the nose, and uh, you know it's a short breath which lasts just this much, right? So you're just breathing in within the space, or you're taking your breath to the throat, and 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 you realize just if you're watching yourself, there would be moments when you would know that you have a short breath. And okay. there are other moments when you have a medium breath and there could be mm -hmm. reasons. There could be reasons in the environment which are causing that. You could be stressed and so on. And then there are moments when you're completely at peace and your breath is going deeper, including a state when a baby is sleeping and the breath is from the stomach, right? So, so you can see the yeah. stomach rise and fall. So that is, the, that is one of my favorite forms of combining breath and movement. Let's so why don't we do that? Yeah. So just uh, um, in, in, in whichever space you're in, um, sitting, standing, lying down, just uh, become aware of your environment and bring your attention to your body. How does the body relate with the environment right now? Where are you sitting? What sort of surface that is? How do your feet feel on the ground? or cross-legged, or whichever position your feet are in, how do they feel against the surface they're on? How do your sit bones feel against the surface you're sitting on? Just become aware of the weight of your body against the surface. Just move your toes and fingers just a little bit, body awareness. And then bring your attention to your breath. And just notice how you're breathing. So short breaths. Are you relaxed? Just take deep breath. Inhale and just exhale from the mouth. Another deep breath in, inhale. Exhale from the mouth. With inhale, feel yourself getting energized. And with the exhale, just experience 
that any stress, any tightness is leaving the body. Now, let's just try to focus on our breathing in the, the short breath that we have in the nose region. So we just breathe in and just restrict it to the nose, the nostril taking in the air and the air leaving the nostril. We do three rounds of that, very aware of how cool air feels when it enters the nose, warm air feels when it leaves. And just the sensation, just the sensation of breathing in and breathing out. In the next set, let's just try to take this a little deeper. Let's take our breath all the way to the chest and expand our chest. And when we expand our chest, we actually take our, so our shoulders back a little bit and rise, uh, feel our chest rise a little bit as we inhale. So just, just feel that body movement where you inhale, chest rises, your shoulders expand, and you feel your lungs fill up, fully fill up with air. And then you exhale, feeling your diaphragm pushing the lungs and forcing the air out. Again, inhale. Expand the chest, expand the shoulders, feel the lungs fill up, and with the exhale, let it all out. One more round, inhale. And exhale. Every exhale, you feel your shoulders relax, the chest relax, and just come back to your normal breathing. And now we go a step further. We breathe all the way into our stomach like a baby. And we take in as much air as we can and fill our stomachs and expand as much as we can. And when we exhale, we pull our stomach in and we force the air out. So let's just try that out three rounds. So we inhale as long as we can. Feel the belly fill up. Hold for just a couple of seconds as much as you can. And then exhale, feeling the stomach go in. It's a great practice to keep the hand on the stomach at that time. You can actually feel the stomach rise and fall. So inhale, fill the belly. Hold 
and pull the belly and exhale. Inhale. And going in all the way in, filling the lungs and filling the stomach. And then the stomach falls and the air comes out. Now just return to your normal breathing and just notice how it's happening now. No forcing the breath, just observing it. Is it deeper? Is it shallow? No judgment on the breath. Acceptance that each day is different, each moment is different, and the breath changes from moment to moment. Just enjoying the sensation of breathing. Enjoying the sensation of being alive and well. If you find your mind is sort of running away with some thoughts. Just watch that non-judgmentally. Let the thoughts come and go like clouds. And just return to your breath. And now bring your attention back to your sit bones, where you're sitting, where your hands are, how your feet feel. Wiggle your toes a little bit, move your fingers a little bit. And bring a smile to your face. Life is a series of moments, like my friend Lily has on his Slack profile. So yeah, enjoy this moment. And welcome back. Enjoy the rest of your day. Ah, yes. Life is a series of uh, awesome moments, actually. But yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Shalene. I think it's... Um, uh, yeah, actually, the, 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 the breath changes after you really... Uh, pay attention to it for a while, right? And also how you, the whole experience. So I think it's also, could be even nice to, as a practice, before you want to do uh, a longer sitting, like for a, uh, to, to just, you know, start to prepare the experience and so to move on for maybe, you know, half an hour, one hour or more, like right? So I, that's something very nice to do. Thank you for sharing. Is anything we should... Uh, uh, final, finalize or cl close our podcast with to share with our listeners. Uh, 
I would just say uh, every moment we get, let's just try to uh, just be a witness of our thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And the more we find ourselves being in the witness space, we will actually find a lot more joy in those in those moments, even if they are difficult moments. So it it just let's be a witness, and that's all we got to do. And live on. Oh beautiful. yes. So thank you, Shalini, for sharing and for being here in the podcast, and thank everyone for listening. Uh, so uh, have a lovely rest of the week, and uh, thank you, thank you, and see you perhaps next Monday with another of the episode. Thank you. Bye. Happy weekend. Bye all. Thank you, Lily.